All right, all right. Welcome to another edition of uh, the Formula. So we've been we we continue to report record podcasts and continue to uh, be a part of of really understanding navigating the challenges of life and then ultimately hoping that we can land in a place of success. So today I have with me. Uh, well, I'm gonna let him introduce himself. Uh, my name is James Cayley. All right, thanks for joining me, James, yeah. and 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 I appreciate you giving me a little bit of your time. Yeah, no problem. Today, uh, today we're talking a little bit about about I want to talk a little bit about homelessness and about kind of the path that brought you to the place which you, where you're at with homelessness. So we were talking we were talking a little bit about um, about kind of your ups and downs and cycle in this homeless process about how kind of you were you were all right for a minute. And, well, tell us a little bit about it, about getting sick and the whole process. Well, I, I went to the hospital. Uh, I had to go to the ER. I, I almost had, I had internal bleeding. I almost bled to death. Uh, so they had to keep me in there a while. They had to figure out where I was bleeding from, blah, blah, blah. It, the whole thing took like a month. I had to go back there again because I still wasn't well. They did, and they finally figured it out. And then when I went back home, I didn't have any savings or anything. I was, I was renting a room for my friend. And uh, basically didn't have any money to pay for the room so he's like okay you gotta move out so that's when the homeless thing started and I never stayed at shelters before until this year so uh, I've been doing that since like I don't know March or something like end of February I've been bouncing around so so, so when you so <clears throat> so we talked a little bit about you you looking for a place to stay uh, here in Klamath Falls yeah. and just really kind of trying to get yourself on your feet but but some challenges that you even had around that. Yeah, I mean, when there, you know, I call places. There's no vacancies really there, or or like you know, I just don't have the money for the deposit and stuff. I'm dealing with that at the motel I'm at right now. Actually, they, they want a two hundred dollar deposit, and I'm trying to split it for into four weeks because I can't. I don't have the money, and then the hotel or motel cost me uh, almost my whole paycheck to stay in it. So basically, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, because of your homeless situation, uh, even though you're working a full time job, it's it's almost it's almost impossible to get ahead even in that situation yeah. because you're spending all your money just to have a place to stay. Yeah. So so you were telling me a little bit about uh, about about your experience at the local mission and kind of how that went for you. Uh, tell me a little more about that. Well, they're religious. They're very religious there, that, that particular one. A lot of them are like that. Uh, that's fine, and that works for people. Uh, it does, I'm not a religious person, so when I went to that place, they, they make you do uh, chapel three times a week. Uh, it's I don't remember the days right now off the top of my head, but anyway, three three times a week. That's an hour each time, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's three hours. Then you have to do four hours of uh, working in the kitchen or janitorial or whatever to free free your bed to stay there. So it's like you're working for them to have a place to stay, which I kind of get that in a way, but I also think that it's detrimental to your success if you're trying to go out and look for work. You have to work around the schedule of the chore, and they don't really move the chore where you want it. They don't ask you. They tell you because they don't have enough people coming in there 
people are leaving all the time. Right, to sustain what's going on. Yeah, like, they're homeless. There's people, a lot of the people there are chronically homeless, so they're, they don't really have any interest in getting any better anyway. So they'll be in and out of there. I think, I, I got to disagree with you. They, they, they have an interest, but they don't understand the the environment in which they're in doesn't understand how to tap into that interest. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but I will say that you, you made another good point about if your work schedule and your obligations to the mission are so in involved, it yeah. doesn't give you a lot of time to get out, look for a job, yeah. and do those different things. So how yeah. did you come about a job right now? Well, the I mean, basically, I, I went to the ROW place and uh, talked to Paul there and, you know, did a little intake thing. And, and I said, hey, I just, you know, I need to get a job and you get a place to stay, blah, mm -hmm. blah. And so he called Elwood, and I was already signed up with them anyway, the staffing agency. Mm -hmm. They got me the job I'm at right now. And then Paul helped me out with the ride situation to get to because it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. You know? Yeah. So that's basically how I got sort of out of the, the mission thing because at the mission, what they, re what they really want people to do there is join their program that's like right. for a year or something like that. Right, right. So that's kind of like their main interest. Mm -hmm. uh, if they can't mentor people into that or whatever, they're not as interested in, in what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like there's overnight visitors, you know, overnight guests that could stay for like 30 days and then there's like the people in the program. I didn't join the program because I'm not interested in it. Right, <laughs> so, right. Yeah. You know, one of the thing, one of the other things that that stood out in my mind when you were talking was about the care and concern of the community in general. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that you, one of the things that you said was, was talking about was that they don't care, you know, and and I, I don't know. It makes me, it gives me a feeling when I hear you say that, almost a visceral reaction because even though I'm not in a place of being homeless, I see that, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So that makes me feel a little uncomfortable. It, it's, yeah, it's really uncomfortable. I've known this for over a decade. I mean, I lost my parents when I was like 22. They were both, both my mom and dad passed away by the time I was 23. Uh, so I've been on the streets before like, several different times, and that's when you learn that people really, not only do people not care about homeless people that much, but they actually try to stay away from you. If, if, you, if you tell them that you don't have a place to live, they'll actually try to like ignore you and get away from you mm. because they're going to think you, that you want something from them. Very strange. But you don't notice this part of uh, reality until it happens to you, you right. don't you don't notice people because like wh whenever I would see homeless people, I was like, oh that sucks, and I'd give them a dollar if I had some money or something. But I didn't really think about it till I had to do it, right. and then it was like, whoa, this this really sucks. Like no one cares, right. and if they do care, they have a very strange way of caring. They're like, here's your food, or or what? they treat you as sort of like like if you were in jail. It's very strange. I don't. Some of the people though do deserve to get treated like they're in jail because they're they can't follow any rules. They're really out of it on drugs or whatever. <laughs> so there's those those homeless people. But I'm seeing people like me. There's normal. And I and I and I want to I want to keep circling back around to this. We all deserve to be respected and valued. 
right? We all deserve yeah, that, well, regardless yeah. of our condition in life. You just, but I hear, I, what you, I think you I hear deserve, the point yeah. that you're saying. I, I don't, I don't think you it. deserve respect. I think respect is earned, but I think everybody deserves to have like a place to live okay. and to be safe. I, I will, I will, I will, uh, I will meet you in the middle. <laughs> yeah. I will meet you in the middle, James, with that. Yeah. So, so just give me a little bit. How, how do you? So, so dealing with the RW team. And and just everything that we're that we're um, hopefully supporting you in doing. How do you feel about that? What do you feel that same sense of you know nobody cares or what is your feelings? Tell me, tell me a little. Well, bit it's about it's that. it's a relief that there's actually people getting something done. Right. Because usually it's like you're just kind of waiting around. You fill out paperwork and you wait around. Oh yeah, we're gonna find housing for you. We're gonna do this and that, blah blah. And it just takes so long that you're like, is this even gonna happen? And with RW, it was like right away. It was like, okay, got the job. Then he's like, yeah, okay. So when do you have to be there? Blah blah. Okay, we got a ride. I'm like, oh wow, that's crazy. Like I can't believe they're actually getting something done there. Cause it's like coming, and especially coming from that mission there, it just felt like nothing was really happening. And I'm I'm not trying to badmouth them. I mean, they're they're providing a service to the community, like you know, giving people a place to stay overnight. They don't have a home, and they're they're good people there. It's just it's just a strange dynamic there where it's like everyone that comes in there is just kind of like eh, and then they're like eh, whatever. <laughs> you, you know, it's not like it's not like hey, let's get motivated to do something. It's, yeah. There's just nothing. It's just like yeah, you're homeless. Here, sign this. Here's a breathalyzer, blah blah. I don't even drink, so it's hilarious having to use a breathalyzer every night before I can go to my bed. It's like what? <laughs> hey James, man, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. It's been a good time getting to know you, man, and uh, a little bit more. And and I appreciate your time on the yeah. podcast. And and I just uh, our commitment to you is is uh, is to continue to do everything we can to support you. Thank you. Uh, man. I heard I heard today on our conversation earlier a couple of gaps that we can continue to fill, uh, yeah. well we can start filling for you, uh, and we, we will start doing that. So so I appreciate your awesome. times. Uh, uh, thank you guys for listening. Another podcast of the formula. Oh, is that? <laughs> <laughs>